You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. down. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Cannabis Hangout. I'm Saab. And I'm Brandon. And today we are going to be talking about the endocannabinoid system and how it relates to cannabis in the human body. So Bran, let's dive right in. All right, guys. We hear people talk all the time about the endocannabinoid system, but the question is, do you know exactly what role the system plays, Bob? Nope. Please enlighten us, Bran. We are here to tell you something to side note before we get started is the endocannabinoid system, it still exists even if you don't use cannabis we all have one in our body. So what you're trying to tell me is that the human body and cannabis are meant to be combined? Pretty much. So this system consists of the endocannabinoids, receptors and enzymes, and we're going to tie it all in for you guys and break it down as simple as we can because I know this stuff can get really confusing when you get all sciency. Um, but this system in our body, it aids in our appetite. It helps with digestion, chronic pain, sleep, motor control, our reproductive system and the way it functions, stress and other immune system responses. Oh, wow. That's, that's really cool. I didn't know all the all the things that the endocannabinoid system did, but it's so crazy what the human body is capable of, but also what the cannabis plant is capable of. And I feel like we talk so often about how plants are literally little humans. And I mean, I guess it all makes sense now because they have an endocannabinoid system. (laughs) No, well, you know what I mean. (laughs) So yes, something I read to help break it down for me was these functions, they all contribute to homeostasis, which refers to stability of your internal environment. So for example, if an outside force such as pain from an injury or a fever throws off your body, your body's homeostasis, your endocannabinoid system, it kicks in to help your body return to its ideal operation. So with that being said, this system really rides for you and definitely make sure you're taken care of, I feel like. So it, that's kind of cool. So, wow. I guess I didn't really put it like that. I love when Brandon and I get to do these episodes because we like we put together, you know, like an idea of what we're going to do and we each like, gather our own information and obviously we have different sources and different like right. points that we want to hit on so it's really cool to do stuff like this it's a fun conversation because like, we always yeah. learn from each <laughs> exactly. other exactly and i Even love while we're, learning you know saying whatever we're saying yeah but um so this pretty much leads into how this information is communicated in our body so there are receptors in our brain that are called cb1 and cb2 receptors The CB1 receptors, they're found in our central nervous system. And then the CB2 receptors are mostly found in the peripheral nervous system, which is outside of your brain and spinal cord area. If that kind of helps paint paint a picture in your head. So like right where my like hair is hitting the back of my neck. Yes. (laughs) So to sum it up, guys, with that, with all of what I was just telling you, the endocannabinoids, they can target both receptors. The CB1 receptors, they are targeted in a spinal nerve to relieve pain 
and others might bind to a CB2 receptor in your immune cells to tell your body that you're experiencing something like inflammation, which can also be um, a common and popular sign of auto, autoimmune disorders. Um, so transitioning to Saba now, THC is one of the main cannabinoids that are, that's found in cannabis, and it's the compound that gets you quote-unquote high. So Saba is going to take it from here now and tell you kind of how these two interact. So as Brian was talking above about your receptors, each receptor serves a different purpose. So your CB1 receptors are found within the nervous system. These specific receptors are responsible for the head change we feel when consuming, especially and specifically THC. CB2 receptors are found in other places within our bodies, especially organs, and is associated with pain relief, inflammation, and immune boosting. That's crazy that I feel like they are both two different receptors, but they're both found in different parts of our body and they're used for like different things totally. Yeah. And if you guys have ever listened to our terpene talk episode, when we talk about, you know, finding terpenes that target specific ailments, Knowing what the endocannabinoid system is and what it does introduces and, you. I feel like yeah, to all introduces that. you and helps you understand what terpenes can target what and really what the purpose of it is and how it is full circle. Really, right? You know. Um, so to get back into it, THC fits almost perfectly into CB1 receptors, which is why THC causes a specific, sorry, a significant head change. But other cannabinoids don't fit as well. So having the presence of THC helps cannabinoids connect CB1 receptors. This actually is the reason most cannabinoids don't cause psychoactivity. That's interesting. Yeah. So I always explain it to patients when they come in. THC is very... You can find a lot of benefits from it. CBD, you can find a lot of benefits from it. So the compounds separately are amazing. But when you put the two together, it's like an explosion because they're meant to be together. So I feel like that's kind of what, in a nutshell, that was saying is when you put cannabinoids and, or, you know, like other cannabinoids and that don't cause psychoactivity and then THC together, it's like an explosion. Yeah. Like a good, happy explosion. Yeah. And it, it targets more areas because those compounds are meant to be together. But... Anyways, it's so cool that we have so many cannabinoids within our system. And <clears throat> when we consume cannabis and feel all of those wonderful effects, specifically relief, which is my favorite, it's because the cannabinoids in the cannabis are supposed to interact with the cannabinoids within our bodies. And it's so crazy to me that people don't know more about the endocannabinoid system and all that it's capable of because... It's it's our body. It's just so diverse. It's so diverse. It's, I feel like it's a, an important like staple that you have that you need to know. Yeah. Before you start getting into how cannabis works in your body mm-hmm. and like all the different directions it takes. Yeah, and our body needs and benefits from external cannabinoids in order to maintain bo- bodily balance, which is homeostasis. So when you are consuming that cannabis, it's actually putting your body back in homeostasis. Like you actually do need it because it's those external cannabinoids going in, whether it's CBD, whether it's THC, whether it's psychoactive or not. But there actually have been studies done which show that caryophylline or caryophylline as Brandon says. Caryophylline. Or caryophylline, yeah, that's what you say. um, Connects to the CB2 receptors within the body. This actually is why it's such a great anti-inflammatory terpene. 
it's actually one of my favorites, that immersing because it's so pain relieving. Yes, I agree. And it takes all the inflammation away, which leads me to say, per usual, as I said above, learn yes. your terpenes. Listen learn. to our terpene talk series that we have. Yes, learn all of your cannabinoids and learn about your body. Take ownership in your cannabis journey so you know what's going into your body and you can control the effects, the dosages, the ingredients. Literally, you can control everything. Yes. I love that. I know. And I feel like you're your own doctor. It's true. And you just have to take the step and take the ownership of learning about your journey because when also finding a dispensary and a bud tender that knows their stuff, but also listens and can recommend. But if you go in there knowing what you want, it makes it so much easier to control your experience. And I mean, literally everything I said, you can from A to Z, you can medicate and you can microdose without being high the whole day, right. but you can feel amazing. Yeah. And there's so many good things that come from it. I was actually talking to my mom earlier, telling her that cannabis is one of the very few plants which you can use literally every single part. That's so rad. How many plants can you say that about? I know. Literally, I feel like you can't. And I feel a majority of it is actually non-psychoactive, non-psycho- which if you've listened to um, any of our episodes previous or past this, which you will listen to in the future, we talk about different ways that you can use non-psychoactive cannabis. And people just don't know that. And But that's actually why Brian and I are here to break those stigmas and educate people and ourselves on cannabis. Yeah, we're always learning. Even during this episode, we are learning more about the endocannabinoid system and just relaying all this information to our listeners. It's, you know, once you do something over and over, it eventually just like you're absorbing it as a sponge and it's in you now. So totally. And I, like I said before, I love getting to do these episodes with Brian because as I'm doing the research, I learn so much. But then when I hear Brianna's information, I again learn more. But then as I'm even like going back and repeating this, and so you guys, you know, putting it together so you guys can hear, I feel like I'm still learning. And it's so cool that. Yeah, it's it like you're ju- studying for a test. Yeah, you know, and I've but been, it's fun. Yeah, I've been consuming for X amount of years. And this is the first year I've actually found out what my endocannabinoid system is and like what it can do and what it's capable of. Right. That it's more than just smoking weed and going to the dispensary and getting an indica or a sativa. And yeah. Calling it good. It's a whole journey. Yeah. And I feel like if you're really into cannabis and really wanting to find the beneficial factors from it, it's so important to go on this journey talk to people, reach out, find communities. And there's a good book out there. I actually have it. I haven't finished it yet. It's by Dr. Regina Nilsson and it's the medical, it's the survivor's guide to medical cannabis. And it literally will break all of this stuff down into pieces that are very simple, that are sciencey, but not too sciencey to confuse you, at least to help me. But you can like get it off Amazon too. But that's a very great educational book to like start with, to just learn so much. And it's a pretty easy read. Which is nice because I feel like most, when usually when you surf the web for cannabis stuff, it's like 90% of it goes over my head because it's all science, which I appreciate. But you know, sometimes I just kind of need it broken down to like, this is for dummy level. Right. You know? No, I totally agree. Well, guys, I think, Bran, this wraps up our episode for today. It sure does. As always, thank you for taking the time to learn and grow with us. We appreciate all of your listening ears, and we love doing this for you guys. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And as always, Bran, stay medicated.
Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.